Yes, sir. What it do? What it do, folks? Team No Sleep. We we in the building. What is this? October. October the twelfth. Mid October, baby. Hey, we I, I, I love October. This is my birthday month, man. This this is my time. Oh, we gotta celebrate that, then. Yes, sir. You know? yes, yes, sir. Happy, well, happy I'm, I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be out of town uh, on the twenty eighth, yeah. but we can we can celebrate for the entire month if you want to. I don't mind that, brother. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, let's hey, give you your shout out. This is my give, give me my flowers now if you can, folks. It's all good. Hey, yeah. thank you, man, yeah. for for jumping on for allowing us to continue to do what we do. I'm gonna give these flowers to you too, Montel. You know, just the the evolution of this of this show and this session has been amazing. So, man, I want to thank you for for that for sure. Um, uh, likewise, I, man. I mean, be, let's be honest with. It. I mean, thank you for uh, us partnering up. You know, but remember, this is a year ago. We we. Was, we just kind of just met and we was from a mutual friend and we was yeah. talking about some things and it's kind of been able to just blossom into something that I think that's special that we that we talk about the uncomfortable stories that people don't want to talk about. That's true. That's true. I see, I see folks jumping in. I, I love the fact that people are jumping in. What's up? To, seniors in the building so the show can officially start. Uh, Sammy Superstar is in the building. Hey, my man, it's Jim Lee is in the building. I'm glad we didn't. He didn't get scared away last week after we had, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, we, yeah, we had yeah, some discussion absolutely. and I was worried about him. I said, okay, I hope, I hope my man come back because uh, <laughs> we definitely want to make sure he, he in the building. Miss Lisa Maria Huggins is in the building. Appreciate you for joining as well. Uh, she is family from my, my other partner, tall boy show. I was just on his, his show talking technology. So thank you to those folks who are going to be jumping in from there. Uh, let's go ahead and get into it, man. Let's let's go ahead and get into it. We got a couple of stories that are uh, at least a week old that we didn't get into last time, but we need to talk about this right here. We need to talk about Coach Ume Udoka, Boston uh -huh. set Celtics head coach, led the team to uh, actually a, a great season last year, right? Yep. They, they, they almost messed around and made some noise. Uh, he triumphed through a whole lot of adversity with the squad and things of that. But unfortunately, <laughs> Coach Coach was doing some things that he wasn't supposed to do. And I know a lot of folks probably already know the story, the fact that he has been accused and not allegedly. So I don't like to use that term. I hate when people say that you know, on the legal side. Uh, but he actually had an affair, unfortunately, with a representative uh, of the Celtics organization. And, and Montel, I'm going to let you talk a little bit more about specifically who that person is, because that yeah, matters yeah. as well. But yeah. uh, folks in the... You know, and, and our culture know who his wife is, uh, Nia Long. Shouts out to Nia Long. And it's just unfortunate, you know, they got kids. And here it is a situation where this, this man has been uh, unfaithful to his family. Uh, and now he's been suspended for the entire year. So this whole 2022 to 2023 season, he is not going to be sitting at the on the sidelines managing his team. Let's talk about from a social impact perspective, because, again, that's where we start. Just the, the damage right of what someone who from our culture from the african-american culture sitting in that seat as the head coach who we aspire to who we look up to we say man there's somebody doing some good things now he's caught up in a situation such as this which is com a complete uh, embarrassment to him an embarrassment uh -huh. to his family to his team even even to the lady who he had the the adulterous affair with so talk about it man just from from your perspective what do you think about when you yeah. say this i, I think we, from looking from that lens you know, a person in a leadership position, you know, should know better, right? Because you, you you can't do those things within your in your organization or within your 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 group because it compromises it compromises your decision making, right? From an authority position, you know, you might give somebody a, 
unjust favors or give them undue favors or whatnot. Like, so it can look, it can, it can be shunned a lot of different ways. Yeah. I think in this particular situation where I'm more disappointed in is the Boston Celtics organization. I, I don't excuse coaches' uh, behavior at all, but I'm saying that should have been handled. This should have been, been handled in-house. Um, we know we're all adults that listen to this. Um, uh, relationships happen in the workplace all the time. Whether they're whether there's somebody outside their marriage or within their marriage, whether it's an affair or a mutual relationship between adults that are single or whatnot happens all the time at work. So that right there is a guideline within the organization saying, hey, you're not supposed to do those things. So that should be held in-house. It doesn't have to be publicly known or publicly out there. But this was a little bit different. He had an affair with the high consultant's wife, who was a good friend of Danny Ainge, who was a Boston Celtics, a Boston Celtics legend. So, so so hold on, pause right there. Because yeah, again, because yeah. I wanted you to put the context in there of again, this, this yeah. wasn't just someone he met. This isn't someone like uh who, who was the coach for, for Miami, right? Or was it Jacksonville? This, this is someone who is deep and high up and ranking within the organization. Everybody sees these people yeah. walking around the facility together. So okay, yeah. now go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- this is th- the person who he had an affair with is high. He's very high and he's high, he's I wouldn't say he's higher than him as a head coach, but in the administrative part, he is because he's a consultant to the team. Yeah. But that part, that's different. That that's that that I'm not saying that's fine, but that's one case. That person was a really good friend of Danny Ains, who used to be the president of basketball operations and is a legend within that organization. So with that being said, this suspension isn't a policy, procedures, and guidelines suspension, because those things that happen in workplaces, in our workplaces, I'm sure in those workplaces, they're handled behind closet doors, you know. Stop the relationship who you're having with the compromise that was going on. Hey, we, we, we may suspend you. We're going to definitely give you a warning to stop it. Right. That's yeah. that's the initial conversations handled by HR. This was a suspension because this is personal. This is, I think, a personal issue because you slept with a, a, a person who's a good friend and the legend of the things wife. So I'm quite sure that person confined to Danny Ames and Danny Ames made that phone call. was like, y'all need to do something right away. I can't believe he disrespected organization and such and such in that kind of manner and i think the animosity from that from that personal relationship that he had with that guy he had the, the, with yep. the woman's husband he had to fair with levy this levy this suspension but it's damaging more than that it's not only suspension you know coaches now credibility is all shot right you know his credibility is all shot as a person that people want in the organization i've also you know there was also allegations that he flirted with other women and stuff like that that can take it away because that's person's that's people's opinion. I'm not gonna go off of that. I'm gonna go off of what we what we know. Yeah. That he slept with that guy's wife, and I think Danny Ainge made the phone call, and that's why they made the, the, the harsh suspension. And I also think they made it public on purpose to smear his character. That's what that's where I see this at. Because any other situation we know in a workplace. If an affair happens or something, it is handled by HR in the back scenes. Yeah. Most so importantly, it's, so it's retaliation it. from your perspective. It's, it's retaliation Absolutely. for you mess, messing way, around yes. with someone close to me. This is retaliation. So we're we going to make yes. an example out of you, right? And not yes. l- allow you to, to even be in the building when we start playing this year. A- Absolutely. And I, and I think other places, other organizations are going to talk, other, other sports networks, I'm not going to talk about that. They're not. Because they don't want to believe that that's the revenge factor. I, I'm telling you personally, if I know, if someone said with my wife, and I call James, your boy, hey, James, your worker slept with my wife, man. I, you know, I'm really pissed off. I'm upset about it, blah, blah, blah. And me and you are really close. You're going to take action on that. Yeah. And it may be, it's going to, and nine times 10, it's going to be a harsher action than what is within the protocol action. Yeah. 
that, that, that's just our, our way of you know taking care of business, right? And that's that's the way. You, that's it's, you it's not good and it's not bad. It, it just yeah. it, it is yeah. really the the way that these situations work out. If you got an issue, and Absolutely. I know I can influence into that. Hey, uh, yes, it's, it's unfortunate. And, and, I, and that's the part that I, the part is is the personal part is where. I'm disappointed in the Boston Celtics organization, mm. even though he's a Hall of Famer and he he had this infidelity with uh, Danny Ainge's good friend's wife. That should have been set aside and you should handle it accordingly within the organization, within the procedures and guidelines. Yeah. And I, th- that it was it, it was personal, personal. And the part that's not a, not the suspension part, I'm not upset about because that that happens. The smear campaign of the man is where I have a problem with it, because now. He can't get another job in the NBA. I don't even know if he can get a job in college at this point right now with his reputation and what's going on and what's being said behind him, what's been said about him, probably within the organization and what's been leaked out to the media. Because now there's a picture that's painted of him that is all in the negative sense. And I'm sorry, infidelity is a reality in our world. It Mm. happens all the time, every day. Doesn't mean you have to smear the person. That's between two adults that have an issue. Whether it's Nia Long, Holly Berry, or whoever the most beautiful woman in the world, Gazelle and Tom Brady. They have their issues as a couple. If they break away because of infidelity, it is what it is. But that's between them. It's not between them and 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 society or and us and social media and us and the media or whatnot. It's not. Okay. Uh, it's not our thing. All we can do is we sideline quarterbacks and maybe look through our lens and we, we judge a little bit. But that's it. There, his uh, is a little bit different because the company, the company leaked all this information where it could have been handled behind closed doors. The company did all these things. The company could have kind of swept it under the rug and kept the infidelity part out of it and just said he's been suspended for personal reasons. He did something that was detrimental to the team. Well, they yeah. do it all the time. Okay, but you, you know, when, when they're high levels, and I'm gonna put the question out there to the, to the comedian as well. Yeah. How do you think that this was dealt with from your perspective, right? Should this has been kept under wraps. Could this been handled a little bit differently? Uh, but again, when you got high, high, a-list celebrities, A-B-level celebrities, when you got the Nia Longs involved, when you, when you got the winning coach for the Boston Celtics, the Boston Celtics, right? Not, I'm not talking about, I love my yeah. Kings. But no, I don't. Well, they're okay. But, you know, we're not talking about the Sacramento Kings. We talk about the Boston Celtics. Yeah. This is going to get out there in the news and it's going to get talked about. I think the extra unfortunate caveat, you know, we got a black man here who got caught up in, into some things. And that's probably one of the few head coaches in the NBA that is caught up in something. So now, unfortunately, society is saying, ah, we got him, right? We, we got him. Yeah, yeah. He, he can't I mean, do nothing. I, I, I'm hearing you on that, and I, and, I, and, I, and I agree to a certain extent. Yeah. But um, like I said, infidelity happens, and in, 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 in problems in marriage happen all the time. Tom Brady's and Gazelle's marriage has been quite, no one's talking about anything with that. She's the number one model yeah, in the world. He's the yeah. number one player ever. I think and folks are scared to talk about that. No, I, I think folks, yeah. we not, but I, I think other folks are scared to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, but, but but what I'm saying is is no one's digging into that. No one's saying what's wrong. They just kind of saying, okay, they're having marital problems and they keep it aside. Adoko and and and, and Neil Long, maybe they're having marital problems, and maybe he just whatever that is, that's between them. That is between them. Him him sleeping with whoever he slept with was two consenting adults sleeping with each other. Yeah, two sleep. So him and this other man's wife were consenting. They did that. Now, was that harmful within the organization? Yes. Does that need to leak out to the media in this situation? No, it can be handled behind. It can be handled within HR and say, and maybe something would have leaked a little bit behind it, but it doesn't have to be a smear campaign on his behalf. Boston Celtics came on. They did a live podium when it first happened. 
didn't really say nothing. They just talked in circles about whatever, but they just kept saying he because of his behavior with the women in our in our thing, he's been suspended. Nothing yeah. been nothing. Then we then these other stories just keep leaking more and more and more to discredit him as a as a, as a coach because of his personality. I'm sorry, we don't. Tom Brady could have slept with a million girls, and we'll never know because they don't. They won't poke it. They won't poke yeah. at that beer. I start thinking about so Tiger. We don't, we don't, I start thinking about Tiger yeah. when, you, when you mentioned about that. So yeah, yeah, because that because that could have been sleeping with a million men. No one's going to talk about. It. They they yeah. don't poke in that in. But but and also Tampa Bay is not involved in it. Granted, he's not sleeping with nobody within the organization that we know about. But mm-hmm. they're not talking about it. Boston Celtics could have handled that in house, did the suspension in house, and kept their mouth shut at that point and let people just speculate. Then his reputation wouldn't be so tarnished. Right now, it's being super tarnished and super slain where he can't coach. And remember, his job is not guaranteed next year. That is true. He's That's where I was. Go- I was going to go there. He's suspended without it, without being guaranteed to be able to come back. Yeah. So, in my opinion, right now, knowing that he slept with that high that consultant, high level consultant's wife, I don't think he'll be a Boston Celtics coach next year. Wow. Regardless of the situation. Wow. I'm not going to come bring. I'm not going to bring a guy back that just slept with one of my my partner's wife. Yeah. That doesn't make yeah. sense. I'm not gonna bring him back to work for here. That's true. It just that's just the reality of it. So I think he's he's never gonna coach in Boston again. And I believe I think he's gonna have a hard time finding another job. So his his, his world is now falling apart. You know his his wife. Who who knows what uh, Nia Long is gonna do? Uh, this whole mm-hmm. situation, he may have to move out of Massachusetts. They may run their brother out. Uh, we yeah. will see. Uh, let me let me get shouts out to some folks in the in the room. JP Hightech is in the building. Oh my goodness, we got some winners here. We got JP Hightech. We got Mama D. Uh, yeah, man, you're right. This is crazy and it's sad at the same time. Who knows what's it gonna what's gonna happen, right? Uh, this is this is just mm-hmm. unfortunate, right? So. Uh, Lisa Maria said, of course, they did it on purpose. And yes, it's about color. So, again, when, when you when mm. got when you got minority in a high ranking position and let, let's go and talk about it in, in a town like well, Boston. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 let's, let's not forget the woman that he cheated with was white and she was Mormon, supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. So that, you add all those up together. You know, it, 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 it's just it's just it's it's it's, it's a. It's sliding down a razor blade slope and in a, in a pool of alcohol for him. Right say now, it's just getting worse. Say, say that one more time. What, what you what you sliding down, brother? <laughs> he, he's sliding down a slope of razor blades and about to land in the lake of a lake of alcohol because it's just getting worse and worse and worse as far as the story comes out and the situation and who he had this had this relationship with. Is it's, it does no good for his career? You know, it's it's you know, unfortunately, a white woman he had it with. He had it with a high level executive. Um, she's a Mormon. And you're in the city of Boston. All those things. That's 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 your that's your razor blade slope. And at the end of this year, he gonna land in a in a lake full of alcohol, which yeah. says you don't have a job no more. You terminated. That's a bad day. That's a bad. Just don't do it, folks. Just just don't do it. You know, find yourself yeah, another yeah. hobby, but don't won't don't do it. Let's let's go well, ahead and move I, on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel you on that one. <laughs> let's, let's go ahead and move on, uh, folks. If you got a question, definitely put it in there. Y'all, y'all know how we do it. I know we got some new folks in, in the building, but listen, Mattel and I just chop it up. We always start with that socially impacting story. It tends to go a little bit longer because we we dive into it, but uh, this week they're all socially impacting stories. They're they're all. They're, we got anything good? Uh, no, we don't have any good news. We we we, we just uh, we educating tonight from one hundred percent. We got nothing good. I can't even find no jokes. Uh, let's talk about Zion Williamson. Right. The yeah. the next coming who everyone mm-hmm. thought was going to be Kobe 
LeBron, uh, whomever else you want to put in there as your as your favorite athlete. I'm not even going to say just basketball player, right? He he was you're looking at some of these pictures of him coming out of college. He was just just a beast out there dunking on folks, jumping up and down the court, breaking through his own shoes because he was so powerful. But, uh, you know, last season wasn't that good for him, right? Just from the perspective of didn't live up to expectations for the team and didn't live up to expectations, I think, that those outside put on him as well, mainly because of uh, his weight, right? The, the, the man was uh, out, of, uh, out of shape, a little bit overweight, uh, he just uh, didn't live up to the expectations of what everyone paid him for and what the expectation of uh, the organization, NBA as a whole, and then may- maybe some of his his idols, right? Again, the, the LeBrons and some of the other folks thought we're going to pass this torch to, to Zion. But there's an article here uh, on Sports Illustrated, SI.com, talking about the fact that, listen, Zion went through some stuff over this past offseason, hit the mm-hmm. gym again cut out the carbs, uh, started focusing on, on building his body right, and not only on building his body right, but building his mind right, right? Just the fact that he is uh, addressing the fact that he has he's had mental issues. Uh, mm-hmm. Talk to us a little bit about that. I know we, we talk a lot about mental health, mental awareness. We did the Naomi Osaka saga and, and some of those issues. We talked about a lot of other athletes. But this guy right here, a young cat, right? Again, someone who had a lot of weight on his shoulders for being so long, realizing that uh, I got, I've got problems. I got things that I need to deal with. Talk to us a little bit about what you think this is. Is this good for Zion to come to this realization? And how can this um, matriculate out to other folks? I said matriculate. That's a big word. I'm not going to use it. <laughs> I'm not going to use it. No more. No. <laughs> You know what? I I, I, I applaud Zion for mm. talking about his dark days. I mean, you know, and, and talking about, you know, he, he he was shamed because of his weight and all those good things. He was criticized and it really took a toll on him. Beyond that, you know, he was injured why why he couldn't play last year and why he didn't live with expectations. And that all took a toll on a young athlete. As you know, as athletes, you have so much promise and you're about to do these things and then you, something holds it like a big time injury and you're and you're out and you can't really do nothing or you can't perform. You know, things start to happen. You hear you hear all the rumors. You hear all the things that are going on. You, you know, you hear all everything that's there. And then the team was having success without him. So now you hear even more things going on. And I believe, man, like I said, I think I think not only was it good, was it good for him. It was it's good for him to go from that young man to a very mature adult mm-hmm. all in that one year, because now he understands I have to take care of my body. I have to do things the right way. I can't just get over by just being a dominant athlete because if I get hurt, this is what happens to me. I'm, I'm sidelined. Um, I think all those things and then the pressure of the city being on them wanting to have a successful basketball team, the organization with the pressure of them wanting to have a successful team, his teammates wanting everybody to be successful yeah. and how much better they think they will be when he's there. You know, I think people realize there's a lot of pressure, especially on a young man that's like only 23, 20 years old, 24 years old. And you can have all the money in the world and say that that makes a difference. But if he's doing something he's loving, he's passionate about it, he wants to be successful in it, and I'm not able to be successful limited either to my injury or whatever it may be, I think those dark days start to set in, right? You start to have doubt, start to have yeah. doubt. You start yeah. to hear the rumors. You start to hear all these things going on. Question so your own really abilities, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think, I think, I think this, is, this is a growing moment for him, man, to be honest with you. I mean, I read the article. I was like, man, I'm pretty – the fact that he came out and talked about it, 
because us as African American men, we don't talk about mental health. Talk on that. We don't. Yeah. We, don't we don't discuss it. You know, our, our parents was like, there was a problem. You was going through some emotional. They tell you, man, get get over it. Go 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 outside. Go get, get your mind off of it and deal with it. I think we don't realize that we have a lot of young men with a lot of pressure on themselves, and they don't even realize they're going through those dark days or they're having mental health issues or they're questioning their mental health at this point. So I believe that this is great for him to come out, especially to this new generation, right? We're older school. We kind of understand. We understand how to deal with things. The new generation, remember, man, they suppress everything. They either suppress it through social media, suppress it through drugs and alcohol, suppress it with abusing somebody, suppress it with take, you know, getting abused. They suppress these things and they don't like to talk about it. I think an idol like him coming out saying that, that, that he's went through that can influence a lot of people. Agreed. Agreed. And I, I put this comment up here from, from Lisa Maria's where she was saying, you know, do you think he was nervous at playing at a different level? I, I'm not sure if it was nerves. I just, I, I, no, he had success with the year. Yes. You know, his first year was great. Yeah. I think again, it yeah. was just kind of the, uh, the pressure that was put on him by everyone around him. And then obviously you want to succeed. You want to dominate you. You again mm -hmm. are the, the next quote unquote next coming. You, you put that on yourself and something gives, right? Your, your health gives your uh, training gives wh whatever the case may be. So I, I don't think it was him being necessarily anxious of getting out there on, on the court and doing what he knows that he can do. It was just kind of some of those outward pressures and the fact that he's you know willing to, uh, acknowledge that, you know, from a mental perspective, listen, I, I, I need to talk to someone or I, I need mm -hmm. someone around. I need, we always talk about these athletes having a squad around them, right? Just some, some, some core people around them that, that can help them out. And again, uh, mm -hmm. you, you mentioned it for a black man to acknowledge that, you know what? I have a problem. I have issues. I need help. That's yeah. a huge step right there. That that's a huge step you, right there. I'm sorry. to You, 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 you know, it's crazy to, to all the basketball fans that are out there. It's funny because all of our superstars have went through this. Michael Jordan went through it mm -hmm. when he broke his yeah. foot. Yep. Uh, Kobe went through it. Kobe went through it when he when he had his injuries and he had to sit out a year. Uh, Kevin Durant went through it when he had to sit mm -hmm. out a year with his yeah. broke. So all these guys go through this, and they all and I think they had, they didn't state it as well as Zion did about mental health, but it it was a mental. They go through that depression. They go through that depression. I think, and I think we need to acknowledge even only been on a lower level, colleges, college college athletes. And I and this I read I read a story of a young lady at Morgan State. She's a softball player, and she said that you know this is her last year playing. This is it. There's no professional softball league for her to go to. I don't. Yeah, I played softball for the last fifteen years, sixteen yeah. years of my life, and now I'm coming to the end. And I don't know what to do with myself. I'm depressed. Wow. Wow. So 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 um, times that times every collegiate athlete that's out there is a senior that's not going to go to the professional level. Yeah. All these kids have played this for the last. 10 to 15 to 20, some 20 years of their lives. And now it comes to an end. You don't know what else to do. Don't know the what thing do. that made you the most happy, the thing that you, you were celebrated as being successful at is over with, you know, where, how do I find that new chapter? There's no, there's no transitional classes you can take from sports to the real world. There's no transitional class to say, Hey, you stop playing this. Now, what do you do now? And, and, and I know they go through, you go through the high school, high school students that do it, but collegiate is a different level. You know, we'd all play this a different level. Yeah. Collegiates, you celebrate it. Some of them are getting paid to, to be at that sport. Some of them are getting paid with education or, or you know, their, their money or whatever, their stipend. But you're getting paid to represent a school at the next, at the higher level. And you're, and you're being successful with other adults. But then when that ends in sports you can't go professional in, 
I don't think people realize that there's depression there, and that's a mental, and that is a mental health. They yeah. go, and you don't go through just a regular depression; you go through a deep depression. I, I went, I know, I went through it mm-hmm. when I stopped. Again, you college. think about yeah. it too, because because you're under a spotlight, right? So you you've, yes. you've had that expectation for so many years. And and shout out to you, Talway. Thanks for answering the question that that Lisa Maria had. Yeah, the, the Pelicans are are in New Orleans, but you know, you yeah. when you play and you're under that spotlight, you're on ESPN, ESPN two, whatever the case may be. You, you think you're going to transition and be that next one to mm-hmm. walk out on stage with the commish, grab the baseball hat, hug and kiss everybody. But if that doesn't happen, again, you've done that since Pop Warner. You've done that since Little League. You, you, this is all you do is get up, train, yeah. eat and train and, and, and work out. And if that changes in your life, not just professional sports folks, but just think about it too. If this is something that you do or you've done for an extended period of your lifetime and now it's taken away from you, Mm-hmm. That that tear in your in your livelihood, that tear in your existence, man, it, it, that that can be really tough to. It's really function. And, and the part that, that hit me is that she was. A, it was. A, it wasn't a young man. It was a young lady saying it. Ooh, hold on, look at she this. Was saying college that, she athletes. Was saying college athletes are like horses. They use them till there is no more value. Oh, my a- absolutely, absolutely. Tell the, the only truth. thing is. You, I told boy to add to that. If you're in the race, make sure you you get that you collect that money at the end, either with an education degree or something, to get out of it. That would be my only my only thing. Yeah. But he's right, they move mm-hmm. you like horses. But wow. back to my statement, she was a young lady playing softball all of her life, right? And she said she said it's funny because she knew there was no end. Mm-hmm. There was there is no end because there really is no professional league for softball. The only thing you do is go to the Olympics and maybe play these little small sports leagues that don't really pay money, not enough for you to live off of. So she was like. She was going through a very deep depression. Mm. Like, I don't know what to do. And I said, why? And I was I read it and I was like, wow. She's like, I there's no one for us to turn to go get help. Well, we're supposed to we're and us men, we're like I said, we're built to not talk about it, not to deal with it, not to do it. Not saying she's not, but it was it was to me, it was like, dang, from a young lady standpoint, it's like, wow, she already knew going into this, I'm gonna be playing this for the next 15, 20 years of my life, and then it's gonna be done. I'm, I'm I'm forced to stop because there is no other avenue for me to go. You know, us guys, we're blinded, right? We think we can go. Hey, baseball, we can go to minor leagues after this. We can kind of go. Uh, football, we can go play overseas if we really want to. There's a little bit more avenue, a little bit of flexibility, a little bit more leadway to go other ways. But for her, it's like softball, that's it. Track stars, that's it. Yeah. At the collegiate, if you're not good enough, that's, that's it. And I'm like, wow, I never really thought about it. And she's just like, she was in a very, very deep depression. And I don't know. I don't know how the outcome. I know she's still on campus and everything because I see her posting everything. But I really thought about that. And then the Zion story came, and I was like, "Damn, man! Like, I don't think we really realize how much pressure are on our African American athletes a lot, and that the fact that there is a mental health issue that we do not discuss. That we don't. We address. don't talk about yeah. the dark side. We do not address. It, yeah. You know. And I'm not talking about the night the, the Nyokis and the Zions. I'm talking about it even on the lower level, man. There is nothing for us. There's nobody for us to turn to talk to. They have money to talk to people. They have other colleagues that have been through it, and they can talk to the things they're going through. We don't have that. Yeah. Us lower level athletes don't have that, and it's it's almost scary, man. It's pretty it's pretty scary because we don't know how detrimental it can be to some people, some of these young people. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate you talking about that, and I see Mama D maybe mentioning that you know she has some personal. Uh, uh, acknowledgement of that as well. Maybe maybe her son has gone through or is going through something of that nature as well. So so where do we go, right? Where how, how do we help our people? Am I my brother's keeper? I'm I'm gonna just drop yes. that out there because y'all because yes. y'all hopefully know that where that yes. line came from. But so h- how do we 
help that person who we're associated with, we're affiliated with, who probably ain't going to make it, you know, to that next mm-hmm. level, who is going to be going down that, that slope. And we, we obviously don't want them to fall. How do we assess? You no, know, here's the call to action for yeah, everyone watching. I think, well, I think, I think me personally, I think acknowledgement, right? Acknowledging, uh, empathize mm. and understand. I think that's the start, right? To acknowledge it, you know, see, seeing what's going on, you know, for me, I can explain to other players that are graduating that I went through it. You got to make that transition. And it's hard. It's hard to refocus and channel that energy that you channel so much into your sports into something else. Mm. I'm sure other, other people, other listeners can say the same thing. It's really hard to channel that because you're used to being on a competitive stage competing and that's the person that's doing that. Um, you got to you got to help them understand that this is a depression you're going to go through. You got to understand it. I understand what you feel. I understand the things you go. But. You know, the thing you got to realize is the sun is going to rise tomorrow and you got to start a new day, another chapter in your life. You got to start rewriting a new chapter in your life. And if you don't know how to do that, you know, trust me, take it day by day and it's going to start to write itself. I think we really start need to start telling our young people that because they're going to go through it. And I hate to say this, it's something that is unavoidable. You're going to go through the depression when you're yeah. done playing a competitive sport. That, that's the reality. That's the reality of it. And the higher you play and the longer you play, the harder it's going to hit you when you have to stop playing. I think we don't, you know, we always look at the professional athletes and be like, oh, you know, he's going through depression. He gained, yeah. we see it all the time. They stop playing, they gain all this weight. They, you know, they, 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 they walk around. Broke. We don't see them doing a lot. Yeah. That's a part of depression. They don't know what to do with themselves and all that stuff. They, they, they kind of fall into that realm, but they, they have enough money to get help. What about the ones that don't can't afford to get help or the ones that don't have any direction where to go get help? Maybe I'll start a class, man. I'll start a business in the transition part. So that's but, where but, that's where I was going. Right. Again, yeah, let's put the onus on ourselves. Let's not just so let's not just talk yeah. about it. Let's let's be about it. I mean, yeah. literally a couple of weeks ago, I said when I was going through the early empty nester situation, maybe I should start a support group for parents who are currently going through empty nesting. But this right here resonates. This right yeah. here matters, right? Just having yeah. and, and finding the right subject matter experts, finding the folks that can help these athletes, help these people who are transitioning uh, unintentionally in, yes. into a new situation, right? Th- there needs to be someone to actually not just talk about it to maybe set it up. We don't, we don't have to run it forever, but at, at least do something instead of just talking about it. Uh, someone I, I, needs I to break it down as reality. I mean, tall boys talking I truth think, too. He's been, yeah. in, you know, he's been in, in the professional sports world, so he he knows the the good and the bad of, of all that too. So, hey, mm-hmm. watch out, brother. You may be a mentor in in this yeah. conversation as, as yeah. well. No, and, and, and shout out to tall tall boy, man. I, you know, I'm a, I admire the young man because I love his content. I love what he's doing. But for tall boy, he like he said, he's been to the pit of it. He's played professional sports. I would ask him himself, did he go through a, a, a point of that depression when he had to stop playing? Because he would know, he would understand it more than me because he went longer. And I think, again, like I said, the longer you're invested in the sport, when you have to stop playing, I think that part is it's detrimental. I think it really, I really do. And I just think us athletes, us especially black men and probably and, and a lot black women too, or any person of color, especially when we're talk, we're not to talk about it and deal with it. Um, how do we do it? And I shouldn't exclude white athletes, too. I think they go through the same thing as well. I think all athletes. That transition apartment is very, very hard. You know, and I think that depression part and we're pro- it, it, it is a difficult thing to deal with. And we're programmed as athletes to deal with things. Right. Keep your emotions in. De- deal with pain. Deal with these things. You know, you got to deal with you got to internalize it and deal with it. I can, and I can tell this honestly. I just had a conversation with my son right now who's playing in college right now. He's got a small injury and I'm telling him. You got to condition yourself to be tolerated. Deal with it. 
hey, dad, I'm depressed about something. Okay, you got to chalk it up, man, and keep moving on. So the, and I'm, I'm guilty of it as myself. We program our young people and our athletes to go through this thing. And when it all ends, that depression. And like I said, that young lady's story really touched base on because I was like, man, I don't, I don't even know how to help her. I wouldn't even, I don't even know how to discuss her whether wow. I talked about it and help her get through it because, uh, and all I did was, and I, and I kind of know the young lady because she did a favor for me. I just told her, said, you know what, just kind of take it one day at a time and kind of figure out what you like to kind of keep yourself going and motivated. And one more thing on this, I can also attest, I know my older son that played college sports, he went through it. He found his passion in coaching because he really wanted to stay around the game and do that so he found his passion to coach and to kind of feel that void where he wasn't playing but everybody's not proven to do that you know what i mean so i don't know that transitional thing i, I hope someone out there is listening and they can you know uh like you said be a call of action but that's something that we really really need to do in our community because there's a lot of people i think are going to deal with mental health and they don't even know it yeah Listen, we, we, we got a lot of folks in the Team No Sleep community who have been on the show, who respond to us on social media, who are in prominent positions. And, and I, th I think we can we can uh, let's chalk this up as an action item for us as well. Again, we're not just going to talk about it. We're going to be about it. So let me pull some comments up. Uh, Tony Davis yeah. is in the building. Appreciate you, brother. He says it is so much emphasis to be the best, especially in African-American families. But once we get there, which is college, call to action is accept that you get to that level, but, or the call is success outside of sports. So, so much emphasis on getting to that next level and being the best, but where can you find, I'm, I'm summarizing brother, but what's that success outside of sports? Again, there, there it is right there. Setting people yeah. up to have that degree, go to school for a degree. If you, if you, if you're a D1 athlete, yeah, go out there and play ball out, but uh, don't just send a tutor to classroom to take your test for you. Right. Actually, actually yeah. get that something to fall back on. Uh, yeah. And I didn't want to talk about Tom Brady because, again, we had started going down the path of, you know, folks who the have nots or the folks who don't have as much. Yeah. Tom and, and Giselle are going through uh, an unfortunate situation right now. And I, I I liken what he is doing as well to what you talked about. He may be afraid to stop. That's why he uh -huh. retired and came back, yeah. knowing that it was going to be a detriment to his his familyhood, right? He don't even know. I don't know the man. He don't even know his family, right? All the months of the year, he just comes in as a visitor, living out of a suitcase. Giselle is the one raising them kids. He walk. He don't know where the the milk is. He don't know how to find. <laughs> right. So he, he's a stranger. I wouldn't be, would be that cold on him. You know. I, but you think about it, right? Again, he he's out there doing his thing, doing the. T I don't want to talk bad about him. Who knows? We may get Tom on the on the show one day. But he's doing the TV twelve thing. He's he's the goat for quarterbacks right now. He's been doing it for over a decade. He goes home for a couple of months and doesn't know how to fire up the lawnmower doesn't know you know what it, what a sugar is for the kool-aid and all right he, so he's he's got to kind of work himself back into home life outside of football and he apparently wasn't ready for that he verbally said he retired but a couple of weeks later he says no i'm coming back to the field and show sure enough but you know what's funny yeah. what you said like when he said he retired i bet you the day he said he retired after he got to set home a couple of days Mental health set in the depression. Yeah. Depression set in not coming back. Yeah. Um, there was no void for him to fill his time up with doing that. Now, as we know, other people can kind of go past it. Look, look at the Manning brothers. They've been able to be successful. They found them another niche, you know, doing that. But I've seen, but we've seen the talk shows with Brandon Marshall. We've seen all those guys all talk about the depression they went through when they stopped. Yeah. All of every last one of them. 
They all say, hey, we went through this, man. I went through a depression mode. I'm doing that. I believe Ant- uh, uh, Antonio Brown is lashing out middle hook because he's not playing. Yes. No Come on. I believe now. that's having an effect on him. Come on now. Talk about know. it. Talk about I, AB, I, I, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I believe, but I believe that's an effect on him. Yeah. The thing, the things he's doing, and the crazy stuff he's kind of he's outlasting, or the behavior he's displaying, is a is a is a part of his mental health because he's not playing no more. His days, are, his days are over in the NFL. So him not playing no more, I don't care what no one says, man. It takes a toll. If you've been singing all your life and all of a sudden you can't sing, Oof. I guarantee you're gonna have a part of depression. It, it, it's a it's a part of thing. A person that's been walking all their life and all of a sudden can't walk, they go into depression. Yeah, yeah. that is Make a mental plain, health brother. thing Make that we plain. don't do. Yeah, if people people don't understand, people deal with mental health issues different ways, right? Some people gain weight, some people start to, you know, they get anxiety, whatever. But we don't talk about that in our community. And I know for athletes, we definitely don't talk about it. You are programmed as an athlete. You don't discuss that. You don't discuss anything that's, that's deems as a weakness at all. You don't discuss it, especially, and I'm and I'm talking about, I know me a person from football, and yeah. I know basketball, tall boy can test basketball. You don't talk about weaknesses. You do not discuss it. If you have something weakness going on, if something bad's going on, you 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 mask it and you continue mm-hmm. to play. Mm-hmm. You don't so talk we, about weakness. Well, what we will, I tell you, what we gonna do. Uh, since season has started, this is what we gonna do. We gonna take team note. Are we gonna take this straight from the horse's mouth? <laughs> yeah. And I think this is gonna be a a venue to have that conversation. So yes. so, so let, let's see about using about using that for that. Uh, I want to bring up a couple more comments. I appreciate everyone for chiming in uh, on some of these topics, some of these issues. Tall Boy's saying, you know, when he gave up sports, his family and friends threw him to the curb and looked at mm. me as a failure. They told me to mm. figure out life with no lifeline. Oof, right? And you tell me that can't take a mental toll on somebody. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. That's got to. That's got to, man. I appreciate you sharing that, Tall Boy. That's, that's, a, that's crazy. That's yeah, wild. Man, I appreciate you, brother. Mama D, I appreciate yeah. you for this statement, too. Love this show. Her son is coaching now, has his degree in in history so appreciate that as well let, let him know have maybe he can come on and, and talk mm-hmm. to us as well because he's living living that the situation as well if he's coaching so we'd, we'd love to have that he, he says he probably only knows the kid's name and that's about it shaking my mm, mm, mm. lord have mercy mm-hmm. let's see here yeah get, make sure i get to you i want i want to be cognizant of everyone's time here and so we all have depression once we stop doing what we love nine to five etc tony davis was was a great dual threat in high school when I went to him, football yeah. and basketball. Man, yep. the man was out there doing what he does. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure what you're doing right now, Tony. I know you're probably in the uh, public or the private sector, but again, how did you transition out of that after, you know, being in, on the front page of the what, what was the newspaper, the Fairfield Times? The, oh, no, Fairfield Times. You know, we were we were in Vanden. We we were in, in Fairfield. I, it's Travis. The Travis News Report, Daily Republic. That's what it was. Man, okay. I, I, ain't, I haven't said that in like 30 years. Shout out to Tony for, for being that baller, that, that big look, time baller. Look, Tony Davis but, was a bad man, man. He was. But like I said, but, but I, I really do believe the further you, you play it and the longer you play it, and like I said, if you play it in the college, you know, high school, you go through a depression from high school to what. But in high school, it's a different transition, right? Because high school, if you stop playing sports, right? I can go, I'm going to go get a job. I'm going to the military. I'm going to mm. go into college. You yeah. have these several options. Yeah. In college, the options are a little bit least. You're going into the professional world, or you may go on. Are you going into some professional world, right? You're either going into the military professional, or you're going to get a job. Yep. But the thing that you love is pretty much gone, except maybe possibly recreation if they even have it. Have it. And when you play recreation, it's nowhere near as competitive when you play it when you're representing that school. So the stakes get a little bit higher when you go to college. And I think the depression sets in a little bit more because, like you said, 
the expectations is you really want to try to play pro, play professionally. Yeah. And when that doesn't go, like Tallboy said, it's not only pressure from the school and you're, and you're putting the pressure on yourself. You got family that's putting pressure on you as well. So all that all that stress builds up to one, man. Like I said, some people handle it a lot differently. And I think there's really there really needs to be something done to be able to talk kids in that transitional period. I really before they get to that, that boiling point, point, before they get to that. point. Yeah. So uh, we're going to move on to the next one. But I'm actually glad this came out, especially with someone like Zion Williamson, who again is still young enough to resonate with the youth. Right. And they're mm-hmm. going to probably look at him and say, OK, you know, maybe maybe uh, I can find someone to talk to or maybe I can follow his story and try to get better myself. So uh, right. that's, that's that's good stuff right here. Again, we got bad stories here. Uh, former NBA player Ben Gordon charged with assaulting his son. Why is there always man? OK, I'm, I'm just going to let me just read the headline. Former NBA player Ben Gordon is facing assault charges for. I don't, I'm not using this word allegedly, but for punching his son at mm. the LaGuardia Airport in New York. Yes. So I'm going to show you a picture <laughs> of the man. I'm going to show you a picture of the man's son so you understand context in terms mm-hmm. of his age first. And mm-hmm. then uh, uh, let me let me read on to this as, as well. Of course, Ben Gordon got belligerent. He got hostile with the, with the police when they came up with, okay, I can understand that a little bit, but he was trying to fight the police and I'm not going mm-hmm. to jail. I'm not getting in the back of the car. So he's, he's fighting with the police. That never works out. Right. Especially in public place, because it's just not going to happen. Uh, but the, the deal is he hit his man. He hit his son for the simple reason. The boy dropped a book on the ground. The assault occurred Monday evening at LaGuardia airport. According to the Queens district attorney's office, witnesses, including an African uh, American airlines employee says Gordon yelled at his son and punched him several times in the face after mm-hmm. the boy dropped a book on the ground. Folks are asking what's his son. There go Ben. There go his son right there. 10 year old son. At that marinade for a little bit. As the, so here's a picture of Ben as he was getting released for, and, and posting bond or posting bail mm-hmm. that night. I think he was out of jail for probably 30 minutes or so when he was slapped with another case for um, assaulting a woman uh, who I believe she was taking pictures of him. So he actually hit, hit the woman as well. So a whole separate case. He, he goes to jail. He, he makes bail as he's walking out of jail. He ends up turning back around because a lady slaps him with an assault charge as well. So Ben Gordon is just not having a great week and had this smirk on his face after striking his son, this son right here, multiple times for dropping a book. Don't make no sense at all. <clears throat> Don't make no sense at all. Come on. We, we have to do better than this. Man, we, you know we, we have to do. Listen, this, yes. this man won a, a championship with uh, UConn. This this man played many years, you know, for the Bulls. He he's out there. Come, this this ain't right. What what father no. does that? What father? No, it's that? not. It's, you know what's crazy? What's crazy? When I first seen the article in the first headline, I thought it was it was a Karen getting involved and him just disciplining this kid. You know, spanking his hand, he's spanking his son on the butt, or yeah. you know, something like that. And then as you read more in the story, you like, he punched him in the face. Yeah. Now, I don't know, closed fist or maybe he slapped him or whatnot. Okay, we're, we're going to deter that. But several times over a drop book drop in book. the airport. 
So there, so two things right there. So okay, so I'm, I'm gonna keep reading the story as we go on because I'm gonna let the bill. You know, I like to let this stuff build. First of all, he's not supposed to be in an airport with this guy because. <laughs> Ben Gordon has a restraining order. So according to a criminal complaint, Gordon's son has an order of protection against him dating from 2018 that forbids Gordon from committing physical abuse, harassment, or the interference with personal liberty and prohibits him from removing the boy from Illinois. Why does your son have a protection <laughs> order against you for all these years that permit that forbids you from committing physical abuse? Harassment. That's what I'm, 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 that's what I'm saying. And you, I'm going. And you can't I'm take the, the fella out of from Illinois and you in New York. Yeah, yeah. come on. That's what I'm saying. As I read the story more and more, I'm just going like, <laughs> hold on. The dude then took his son out of the state. We're not the making dude, this up, folks. This this is yeah. right out of ESPN. I'll put the links in yeah. the description afterwards so you can read it as well. The dude's evidently he's abused his child before because the mother had the son file a restraining order about him hitting him and abusing him. Mm -hmm. Now. Again, when I first read it, I was like, oh, he just, he, you know, as we do in our community, our, our culture, mama said, don't touch that. Pop, don't you touch it again, right? Get your hand, don't you, I told you not to touch it. Pop you on the hand, especially a 10 year old. I think he's only 10 years old, 11 year old kid. Yeah. Pop him on the hand, right? Pop him on the hand or pop him on the butt or, or you give him that look and you grab the arm real hard and you say, don't touch that no more. I told you, don't touch it. Yeah. This dude, this dude got a problem, man. man. I mean, he got a problem. <laughs> so, you, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, man. I'm, I'm, I don't even know what to say, man. Flabbergasted. Flabbergasted. You know? I mean, yeah. Ben's a young dude. He's 39 years old. I mean, it's, it's not like I, I don't know, right? This, this is, this yeah. is terrible. And, and it's not his first run-ins with the law as, as well. But this just goes can to I, a whole. Can I say what I really want to say? Can I man, say? Go, you better, you better talk on it. You better talk. Man, on he it. need, he need his ass whooped. Ben Gordon <laughs> needs his ass whooped, man. Because that don't make no sense, man. You abusing. Your own child. Obviously, it's happened before. Mm -hmm. This doesn't. I won't be doubt if he's abused to abused to his, his son's mother before. You know, seeing see, you know, usually you abuse a child, you're probably abusing a woman. And I'm and I'm making that assumption. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But that's the assumption I will make. Obviously, he's abusing. He now he had an assault cards on, on some person who was taking a picture of him that he didn't like. That I get that with the paparazzi, but you don't have the right to put your hands on him. We got another story. We're gonna talk about that as well later on, a little bit later on. But the fact of the matter, man, this dude, he, he has a problem. When he doesn't like something, he wants to put his hands on somebody. What that tells me is you need your ass whooped. So the next time you think that somebody, you think that somebody bigger and better, gonna whoop your ass so you can't, so you can't do it again. You know. Um, and, and I believe, man, if he, if, he, if he literally punched his son that time, he needs to go to jail for a minute, or he needs to definitely be sit down and get some counseling and do all the things they need to do to make sure that that's not right. But the part, and I should say, he needs to go to jail for the fact that he took his son out of the state, right? That's a that's a legal yeah. document saying you're not allowed to leave the state with this with this child, and he did that. So I'm assuming he's probably gonna face some some jail time or definitely some criminal charges to be there. Some other charges <laughs> and answers to this question right here, right? The son yeah. is with the daddy. So how did he get from Illinois to LaGuardia to, to New York, right? I, I'm gonna touch on that too. I wasn't finished. I'm gonna touch on that too. Oh Lord, see, see they go ABC News calling you right there, right yeah, now. Yeah, the yeah, they call <laughs> <laughs> Fox uh, News uh, is calling Montel Allen right now, folks. Yeah. You know, because we we call. I'm gonna touch. I'm gonna touch on that. I'm gonna touch on as well. You're right. The mother has has definitely yeah. some some liability in, yeah. in this in this in this situation. Yeah. I don't know how she let her ten year old son leave with their father when she knows he's abusive towards him, and know he wasn't supposed to leave the state with. Him. 
So Three. All, I know, I know, ladies gonna be like, oh, but not, not, not. She deserves some of the blame too, because there's no way in hell he shouldn't have been able to leave the state with that child and take him to New York. So you're right, tall boy. She deserves some of the blame of it, and she deserves something. Something needs to be deserved for her punishment as well for ignoring the court order. Cause she had let, she ignored it just as much as he ignored it. And who's to say this isn't even in the first time they ignored it mm. or they ignored it as a couple. So I believe something needs to be done there. She either needs to be fine or whatnot. I, I just feel, man, that brother needs help. He needs help, man, for real, because that's not a normal behavior to be punching on it, punch, punching several times on a 10 year old kid. Yeah. You're a grown man. For that, for that reason that, that we are being made aware of who, who knows. Yeah. Well, you know, it doesn't matter what the reason is, but, you know, for, for being told that you punched him multiple times in the face for dropping a book, uh, yeah. we, we need to go a little bit deeper in that. We need to figure out really the, the why. Uh, yeah. There's something beyond come, a little bit deeper. Than come that. on, man. If that's the one thing that makes you snap, your 10-year-old yeah. dropping a book is makes yeah. you snap to punch him several times. Wow. I can only imagine if he would have broke a glass in the store, what would have happened? You I know just, what I'm saying? I just like, came out of the airport. I know how crazy they are. And I've been to LaGuardia <laughs> a number of times. It's it's chock full of crazy at LaGuardia. So, yeah. man, emotions so, are running uh, high and people are yelling and screaming and rushing around. And, and just because I drop a book on the ground, you, yeah. you're going to hit me. I mean, like, the, bro the brother had no 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 excuse to do that to his, to his child. I hate to say it, he had no excuse. But, I mean, you know, you, you know the crazy part about it, man? Now the kid, they got to go through child protective services to clear yeah, this all up. Right, so they got to go through this yeah. whole ordeal to get this situation all straightened up and all, all, all worked out. But um, he's he's big time at fault, and the mother's definitely at fault as well. Yeah. So I don't know what's gonna happen. I, I, I'm, you know, and, and and this is funny. All the money in the world doesn't save this, right? Ben Gordon is. I don't think it's hurting for money. True. He's yeah. a he's, he's. I think he's pretty much wealthy. So this ain't even a money issue. This is something that man's dealing with. And again, we just talked about depression not playing anymore. Hmm. Mm. What do you do when you're not playing depression anymore? Some people act out in anger. Who's to say he's not angry at the whole world because he can't play basketball no more? Some I'm not call, making that some, well, yeah, I'm, some, I'm just, We're just assuming, but we, we don't want to you know, speculate. But yeah, some cause yeah, yeah. snap when, when the boy dropped the book. Yeah. And, and next thing you know, it was just a bad situation. Uh, I, I, and here it is right here, right? We don't know his family dynamic. Maybe his fam mm -hmm. family did it to Ben when he was a kid, learned behavior. 100% true, brother, right there, 100% right, true. Hold on, hold on, I'm going to I, I, I mean, that, that could be a I'm part a, of it right there. So That could be a part of it. Yeah. But you got to know better. My dad was alcoholic, and I don't even drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. So that learned behavior can be can be untaught. If you know it's wrong, you don't do it. It can be untaught. Okay, I you, like that. You you, 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 you choose to do it. Preach am I, okay. if, I'm getting my, if, I was, if somebody was whooping my ass every day, when I had my kids, I choose not to spank them. Yeah. I know people like that all the time. So that's a... Granted, I know that happens in behavior. That's what you witness and you see. But you can change it if you want. I'm sorry. I'm not going to give Ben Gordon no kind of pass. Brother, you wealthy, you rich, you made it, you did everything you needed to do. There's no reason for you to snap and have to punch a 10-year-old in the face yeah. at any circumstances. I love it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, so he, don't get no, he, don't, he ain't getting no excuse pass from me on that one. That, he's, he's, ooh, I'm a, he's wrong. Hard <laughs> <laughs> book that one out. He's there. Woo! <laughs> Listen, we listen. We we trying to stay monetized. We 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 trying to we trying to stay. And and Mama D, you now feeling exactly what we do. Welcome to Team No Sleep. We we try we get into it and then we follow up with with uh, more and more contact. So that that's what we did. Steve Worthy, what what's good? Hey, Steve Worthy, come on now. 
Rocking that podcast is live. What's up? I'm rocking your brand today, brother. Appreciate you for jumping in, man. Good to see you, man. So, yeah, we, we're going to talk a little bit more about this as this flushes out. There's a couple of other stories that we talked about in previous weeks as well that haven't been given a lot of news coverage. I'm thinking of the Brett Favre thing. So we, we that, don't mm. worry, folks. We haven't forgotten about that. We're going to talk no. about that as well. <laughs> we're not going to let we're not going to sleep. Team No Sleep mm. will not sleep on the Brett Favre situation or this uh, this Ben Gordon one. Let's move on, man. Let's let's move on. Um, Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. Uh, wide out for the, uh, I was going to say Oakland, but for the, for the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. Great, great, great player. Listen, the man has mm-hmm. skills. The man has t- tough game, though. Tough game yep. against uh, against them Kansas City Chiefs the other day. And and as Devontae was walking off of the field after a, a hard loss, he he had his head down. I, I mean, I've watched this video multiple times. He had his head down. He wasn't paying attention. And then out of his periphery, uh, someone crossed him. And Devontae felt the need to aggressively push this man out of his way. Problem is, the man, well, the problem is you, you just can't do that. You just can't run up on anybody and bogart anybody like that. But the problem is now that gentleman who was a credentialed media uh, member has filed assault charges against Mr. Adams and is, I don't know if he's seeking monetary damages, but I just oh, know yeah, that. Oh, yeah, he's going to get paid. <laughs> people, well, no, again, I mean, let me roll into it. You know, he, you know, he mm-hmm. he's seeking uh, a judgment against Devontae, uh, and he don't want to sign jersey. He don't, he don't mm-hmm. want to sign football. But uh, this right here, you know, is it letting the emotions of a hard-fought, combative uh you know, competitive environment get over get get too much of you as he as he pushed him down. What what, what do you think about this entire story right here? Because I know you saw the, I, this you video. Know, I, I, I know I, it's going to come up I, on I, here in a second. Yeah, yeah. I, this is why I see it. First of all, media needs to be trained as well as you're talking about. The players need to control their attitude. Media needs to understand you don't jump in nobody's face after for a, a law after an emotional loss that they did. Like, why is this man jumping in his face trying to take a picture? That's number one. Like, why isn't there training to say, you know what? Hey, they walk on the field, stay, you know, let the players do their thing, let them go away and go through the tunnel. And you can talk to them afterwards or whatever. That's part, that should be part of the media training in my effect. That guy was going for the money shot, the TMZ shot, getting this guy when he comes off the field and he's, he's, he's pissed off because I don't know if anyone's seen it, but the base of the receivers ran into each other, which ended the game, which messed up the route. So they, they didn't have an opportunity to win. Devontae's probably upset that one, something happened with the routes, didn't get a chance to win it. They're already there's expectation for the Las Vegas Raiders to win. They didn't win, and they had the number one team in the division right on the ropes with opportunity to beat them. All that being said, you know I'm, I'm, he's upset. He's trying to get to the locker room. This dude jumps in his face with the camera, invades his privacy as he's walking out, trying to get the money shot, and he got pushed out of the way. Now he's claiming that obviously that he's hurt. He wants to sue for all this. He wants injunction. Obviously, he wants to get paid like anybody else would do in that situation if that situation happened to him. But I believe the NFL needs to have a protocol for these downgrown reporters. And in all sports, they have these pro- a protocol for these reporters and these media people that they're human too, man. They're, they get emotional. They're playing a violent sport. Then do you get in the middle of a boxer that's after a, a, a yeah. loss and do that? No. Yeah. They ain't going to jump in front of Mike Tyson after he just lost and he walked into the ring trying to get a money shot. Yeah, you don't want to walk You know what's going to happen. So why is it okay for them to jump in front of Don, you know, him? Why did, and, I, and, man, the push wasn't even that hard. That's what kills me, man. It ain't like he slammed him to the ground or something. 
You push dude and the guy fell backwards. Probably because he lost his balance. Trying to yeah. set up the camera to get the funny shot. In my opinion, now he now he's gonna now Devontae's gonna be out of hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not more. And there's gonna be a situation like that. Now I'll get to Devontae. Did he have the right to put his hands on him? No. Could he could he try to walk around him? Yes. But also, man, like I said, in the heat of the moment, man, all that flying running high, who you know, I don't know what was going through his head. You probably didn't want to be bothered with nobody at that point. Yeah. And I'm not that's not giving him a pass to put his hands on somebody, but you gotta give him a little bit of leeway after coming out of something something like that of a game or someone something like that. that camera guy could have said, Hey, hold on, let me take it to the side and not get in his way as he's walking out of the out of the out, out to the tunnel. So I kind of have a, I'm divided in it. I understand, but man, I'm not. I mean, I think the media guy doesn't have the right to jump in anybody's face. Um, you know, I, it, it reminds me. I don't know if you ever seen that clip. Uh, rest in peace, Nip- Nipsey Hussle. When the cameraman jumped out of him out of the car, him the camera guy tried to jump out of him yeah, in front of the car. Yeah, take and, and Nipsey put him in his place. He, he was telling him about himself. <laughs> he don't do that, yeah, man. Because like, I'm, I'm from these streets. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't do that. Like, what are you doing? You're invading. You're invading my space at yeah. this point. You can't do that. So. What gives that person the media rights to invade his space after a game like that? And and, and he he doesn't expect a reaction, you know, to somebody doing that. So um, it, I'm, I'm crossing the middle, everybody. So if yeah. you think I'm flip-flopping, I, I am. I am flip-flopping. Well, I'm it, it, it's, it's a hard situation, right? I mean, it, it's an unfortunate yeah. situation because the guy was, you know, he looked like he was legitimately trying to get out of the way, but he was just a little, little slow. He's carrying all his gear. But, you know, you, you got this gladiator who was just in, in battle for you know an hour and a half and you know he didn't win so it, the pressure is boiling over and if you go you're right if he's gonna cross you're gonna cross in my way right now i need to get you out of my way so yeah. there's justification on no side but at the end of the day um i, I don't know what goodell is going to do who knows what the players association players are going to do they may try to alleviate having non-players on the field at particular times you know look if you're not in your spot when you need to be there let, let these players go by especially the losing team right because you don't yeah. know what's gonna happen again you got these gladiators out there you got 285 pound men who live underneath the squad rack you know these men yep. got some power on them and, and they will they will move you if you need to be moved uh but Devontae's gonna lose some cash on this he's, yes. he's already so- apologized you know every, everyone's got their own uh media branding that they do themselves he's already apologized on twitter he sent out the tweet saying you know my, my bad yeah. dude didn't mean to do it no ill i was in the middle yeah. of uh you know thinking about the game but i don't think that's that going to go as far in the court maybe in the court no, that, of public that, that, opinion what, it will but in that, the court yeah. it's going to be a yeah, well, that's, never, that's never that's never enough for anybody that's been assaulted yeah. by somebody that has more right yeah right. i mean we we, we can always look, we can right always look the dennis, the dennis robin when he kicked the cameraman for being in his way when he was about to fall and he kicked the cameraman, and so cameraman act like the world was in it. He sued him for some money. Yeah, I mean these situations aren't new in athletics; they happen all the time. People, you know, people that are in the media are in their way, and they either shove them or bump them or push them to get them out of their way, no matter what they're doing. And they always going to lose some coin on that situation. I just think there needs to be a better protocol with that, um, because again, they're dealing with an emotional situation that was that there was high emotions at that point. I'm trying to get out. I'm in a hostile environment. I'm in Kansas City too trying to get to the locker room we just lost uh, yeah. everybody cheering and i'm in this situation and this this guy's gonna jump in my face and try to take it take a picture I man get out of my way get like move way. what are you yeah. doing get out of my way and i you, everybody sees it i'm sorry i've been that's not shoved hard anybody got shoved hard 
pool shoved the Draymond Green kind of hard. But before Draymond <laughs> put the ball yeah. in, that dude didn't shove that cameraman that hard. Yeah. Now, maybe he doesn't need to because it's a little, it's, he, the, the guy's probably a little bit smaller stature than him. But the fact of the matter, he didn't shove him that hard. The guy fell and tripped. And now all of a sudden, like you said, an apology is not enough. I need to hit that. I need to hit that pocketbook. Yeah, there are gonna be there gonna be some withdrawals, some debits and credits coming out, and, and you know yeah. who, who knows what'll happen. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not even gonna speculate. But but again, maybe some policy changes. A lot, a lot of times, we lately we've been seeing the NFL react too late to situations like the concussion protocol and that needing to be changed so you know may, maybe something like this is going to cause them to rethink again access to the field at specific well, times I mean, james but, you've been part of the media how yeah. do you feel about that i mean you've been part of the media situation before yeah. in a professional environment how does I, that work i, I, with I you know guys? where to be listen i know where to be and when not to be there right if, if you mm -hmm. if you're gonna be if you're supposed to be on assignment if you're supposed to be in location tomboy can talk to this too as well if you're not where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there you you you, you out of luck, right? And and the fact that this man was late to his charge, late to his spot, late to where he was supposed to be and trying to move his way in, uh, there, there's kind of an unwritten code, I think, that, you know, you, you just don't enter. You stay as as invisible as you possibly can, especially mm -hmm. when you're dealing with situations like this. It's almost like the Boy Scouts, right? When the Boy Scouts go camping, you leave, try to leave the environment after camping better than it was before. You try to tread very lightly, be invisible. Mm -hmm. I'm just there with my camera and I'm there with my mic, just out, out of scene. I, I don't want to become the spotlight of the situation. It's not about me. So, you know, this, yeah. this man walking in the middle, again, this gladiator walking off the field, man, that, that's just... That's just yeah. playing roulette with with your with your well being, but it, exactly. And you 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 taking you you're trying to get the money shot. I know he's trying to get the money shot. Yeah. You're trying, trying to get trying that, trying to get that trying to get that sound that that yeah, experience. Yeah. Trying to get that that little yeah. Instagram bite, and yeah, you messed yeah, around yeah. and got and got caught up in the situation. He, he got caught up in something. So I don't man, I I, I don't feel Devonte should have to have to pay for that. You know what I'm saying? But I but I know, but he does have to pay for that because he shouldn't. He didn't. He didn't have to put his hands on him. He didn't have to put his hands. I get on that, him. but yeah. I mean. But all, but all again, but again, you're invading my space, man. Anybody that's invading my space, I should have a right to get them out of my face. What they say, you know, give me, give me, give me, give me six feet, right? Give me yeah. or whatever. It's also give me some room, man, so I can go ahead and maneuver. And this guy didn't give him no room. Um, I think I don't think he has the right to push him because he because he's in a professional setting, he's a professional athlete. But then again, also I I can empathize why, or I can understand why he would push him to get him out of his face and, and get out of my space real quick because I'm don't I'm not trying to be here again. I'm in Kansas City, and anybody that don't know Kansas City Stadium is probably the loudest one, the rowdiest Kansas City, stadium yeah. in, 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 in the NFL. Rowdy. We just lost yeah. possibly the biggest game of the season because if we, we win, we're all of a sudden now in second place in a, in a, in a, in a, in a situation mm -hmm. where we can catch them and make it to the playoffs. I just lost on their on, on their ground at a, on a crucial play. It was, it was, man, it was a good it. game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's possibly there's possibly my fault or my teammates' fault. Mm. I'm frustrated as hell and, right now. Oh, and Devontae, you know, he is the golden child. He he's the one, right? He's coming from Green Bay. He's the man who's supposed to be catching all the touchdowns and you, you're making a play. mistake. He's the number right, yeah. one receiver yeah. in the NFL. He is the best in the league yeah. right now. The best. Yeah. yeah. I'm the best dude. There was a mistake that happened. We just lost oh, on our on our enemies field too. This is one of this is the biggest one of the biggest robbers. My enemies field. I'm hearing all these boos and cheers, and they celebrating on the field, and I'm pissed off because this happened, and I'm trying to walk out. And then you had an audacity 
not to jump in my face right before I'm going to the tunnel to the locker room to try to get a picture of me. So I'm, I'm painting the picture from the athlete. Like, yeah. really, dude? Like, really, you have to do that? that now, no, I know and him, that perspective isn't, isn't always paid. told, right? That perspective isn't told. It's always the Monday morning quarterbacks. It's us in the stands. Yeah. It's, it's the fans who, again, not the person underneath the helmet and, and what they're going through at that particular time. Not saying either yeah. one is right or wrong, but just saying, again, we need to see both sides to get really yeah. th- what what happened during that situation. So, so uh, yeah, yeah, man, I hope he doesn't. I hope he don't get hit too hard, but he's going to get hit with a fine oh, by the yeah. NFL. Oh, he's yeah. going to get hit with a he gonna get sued. He gonna, he gonna get all those check. things, and he gonna lose some money in the suit because, bottom line, the dude's gonna throw him a lot of money. He's gonna settle. Yeah, that's that's just gonna be the reality. They're not gonna go to court over that. They are gonna settle on on a, on a fine number, and they are gonna cut him a check, and that's gonna be in. But that's a damn shame that I gotta pay you to get out of my way of where I had to ride away to walk. <laughs> I got to pay you. Yeah, I gotta you pay know. you because you was in my way. So, kind of sad thing, man. But I mean. You know, this ain't this is newsworthy, but it ain't front page. So he, he be he gonna be all right. Oh, yeah. it, it, it's, it's gonna it's yeah. gonna blow underneath the covers, but we wanted to talk about yeah. it because it, there's a whole lot of different dynamics. That, and you know, one thing that like Lee Smith was saying, you know, it's gonna looking for a payday, and it could be mm-hmm. again depending on who the person was. Uh, this brother, okay, you 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 gonna come to come to this town and you yeah, yeah. some money for pushing me. So that that's the dynamic yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. it that may be awkward to talk about. Hard. Yeah, you know, it may be awkward, but we we gonna talk about that, right? So so let let's yeah. have that. Let's let's go ahead and do this one right here, domain. What, no, Mama D, why you pull a, I see you retracted your message. I, I talked about it and you retracted your, oh my goodness. Okay, I'm going to leave you, I'm going to leave you alone. Uh, Wednesday now, folks, we, we go live, Team No Sleep, 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. If you subscribe, turn on those notifications, you will know when Montel and I are here chopping it up, talking about all the madness that is the social impact of sports. So we're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep serving you, the community, and I think we really going to take uh, straight from the horse's mouth to another level and, and, and start talking about some of those things too, because I, I know yeah. a lot, a lot of the folks that you were talking with athletes and coaches, they busy right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yep, so yep. we, we going to find, find a way to bring some other folks in as, as well. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm going to hold this other story until later. Okay. Yeah. We're not going to talk. Hold on, how many folks watching? We got okay. We got a gang of folks there. Oh, we popular on Twitter. Shout! I see your Twitter. Okay, we we pop. Let's 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 go ahead and talk about this 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 crazy man okay. right quick, man. Uh, oh I, oh I, yeah yeah yeah. You I, know, I, you I know. see you on Facebook too, so appreciate y'all. Uh, it's this is sports related. It was sports mm-hmm. social impact related because Yay Kanye Yeezy whatever you want to call him. Uh, recently filmed an episode of The Shop. The Shop is uh, Maverick Carter and LeBron James's show. Great show. It's a great show on, on HBO where they talk to uh, leading athletes, leading entertainers, just folks in industry and in business about social impact. It's, it, to be honest with you, it is what I have fashion team no sleep after, right? Folks getting around the room and talking about matters and things that really matter. The deal is Kanye was recently interviewed on the shop and he continued to drop some serious anti-Semitic, some serious hate conversations, some serious just backwards thinking about Jewish people and just about 
his 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 thoughts of stereotypes of, of various people. So uh, Maverick Carter, who is really the executive producer and the the one behind the scenes running the business side, he said, "We're not even going to air this entire episode. We we done with Yay, mm-hmm. right?" So um, Kanye should be done with Adidas as well. Well, we we want Adidas to say something about their whole relationship, but we, we know how. If you know the the history of Adidas in and of itself, research that. But again, something needs to be said and done about Ye and the fact that he's out here spewing hate speech. He's going on various shows. He's going on ESPN and he's talking madness. He went on CNBC and started again dropping more anti-Semitic types of conversations and statements. And now on the shop, he filmed the interview and they're not even pulling. They pulled the entire episode. I I worry about this, brother. Now. I, I pulled him off of my playlist. I told you that earlier. Uh, just, just like I did R. Kelly. I can't go around. We can't play R. Kelly no more, right? And so we just can't do that. <laughs> uh, but I, I pulled Ye off when he decided to run for president and didn't have no type of, he had a crazy platform in terms of what he was running for. And then they did that benefit concert. Him and Drake did that benefit concert. I, I, who was the gentleman? That, uh, Larry Hoover. Larry Hoover. Larry Hoover. Larry That's Hoover. right. Did, Larry Hoover. Fun hadn't seen no money, but that's that's a whole nother. We talked about that as well too. Look look at the history. Look at the legacy of what we've talked about here on Team No Sleep. Yay is is out here just spewing hate speech and ugly stereotypes about uh, people, and and it's dangerous because Yay has a huge platform. To he's a billionaire, right? So he's got access to all kinds of resources. He's got. Uh, uh, just access to all kinds of abilities to share his message. And just the fact that he's out here making these kind of remarks, I, I'm, I'm concerned about how folks are going to listen and hear this and, and maybe fall into his wheelhouse. If he uh-huh. doesn't continue to get checked. I like the fact that Maverick, this, this, I have so much more respect now for Maverick Carter, LeBron James, and just that whole uh, entity behind the shop for pulling that entire mm-hmm. episode. Talk to me about this, man. What you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that that's the right thing to do. Obviously. Um, Kanye has mental health issues. Yeah, let's let's just be perfectly honest with it. Obviously, uh, his mother passed away. He's not, he hasn't been able to get a grip on his mental health, um, unfortunately. And it showed in his documentary. It showed in it's shown in his actions, the way he reacts. It showed in it's shown in his marriage with his with his ex wife Kim. Yeah, it's shown in all these different ways. So this what he's doing doesn't surprise me. You know, I, I've been done with Kanye for a long time. I'm not as extreme as you. I still. I still like his music, man. I mean, his, you know, his <laughs> first still two rocking albums. with him. <laughs> so, well, I like the first two albums. Mother, everything yeah, after that yeah. is garbage. I, I'm yeah. not a big fan, but the, the, the college dropout album is cool. That's a classic. And yeah. if it comes up, I listen to it. But as far as Kanye as a person, I, I don't have any respect for him. Oh, I lost a lot, a lot of respect for him. I don't have a problem with someone speaking their mind. I really don't. If that's the way you feel, you speak your mind, that's fine. But his platform is detrimental. That's the problem. He has a platform that's detrimental to speaking messages that have really nothing to back them up sometimes you know the, the, for him to say when he said that slavery was voluntarily yeah uh, he on. lost when he said he slavery lost was a choice come on man. yeah it was a choice man that, that that right there that that already shows me brother you off you off the deep end you know yeah. that that's some things that you don't you know that's something that you don't touch it the fact this is funny man the fact that this so-called cancel culture doesn't attack people like kanye like there's certain people they don't attack yeah they don't go after they don't do that they don't do that then you know, for me and for us as a probably older generation, we've canceled them. I've canceled them. I don't, you know, I don't want nothing to do with the brother. I wouldn't spend yeah. a dime on anything he does. I'm not buying the Yeezy. 
I'm not buying the Yeezy for my You're kids. not buying them Yeezy? You're not spending the $300 or whatever? Not doing anything. Yeah, he doesn't get any of my consumer dollars because yeah. I'm not a fan and not, and I'm not a fan of his rhetoric, what he's preaching. And, you know, all this things he's talking about why lives matter and he's talking about why. Yeah, so that, that's really things. where I fell off when he was wearing that, yeah. that, that, that sweatshirt. Uh, yeah. White Lives Matter a couple, couple of days Matter ago, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. He's pro Trump. He's all these things. He's all these things that really that are that are opposite of our of our culture. Right. Yeah. Or that we support as a culture. And I have no problem if that's your opinion. If you think Trump's a better person for president, that's fine. White Lives Matter is a given, Kanye. We already know why lives matter in the United States. It always has. We know all lives matter in the United States and all it has. The focal point has been Black Lives Matter because Blacks have been filmed being attacked and, and persecuted and, and, and abused on camera over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So it needs to be a light shined on that. When it happens to Latinos, if it does happen to Latinos, we will shine a light and say Black, Brown Lives Matter. When it happens to Asians, we were saying Asians Lives Matter when they was having all those attacks in New York. We're focusing on the issue at hand right now. Um, and he's just, man, his rhetoric, man, is just disappointing. Me and you was talking about the thing with Larry Hoover. First of all, I don't know if people know Larry Hoover. He's a, he's a, uh, uh, he was a, a gangster in Chicago. They got accused of a, of a crime that he supposedly did not commit. And I think there's been evidence he didn't commit it, but they were trying to get him out. Do a benefit concert for his, him and Drake do a benefit concert. After that concert, him and Drake fell out. And I don't believe Larry, Ho- Larry Hoover uh, attorney team have seen any money that because I haven't heard anything else about it, at least in the media. But my thing, I have two things about that. Why do you have to have a benefit counselor when you're a billionaire? Could you just cut a check for a couple of million dollars to get him out if you felt that passionate about it? Now, why are you using your, your why are you using your fans' money and, and wrongfully influencing your fans to do those types of you know to help support a cause of yours when you have the money? Kanye was a reverend at a church. He started a church in L.A. I don't know who goes to it, but he started a church in L.A. He had a gospel album that sold that went platinum. This dude, man, I mean, his talent is un, unquestionable, but that dude, his direction and his mental health and with the way he's going, it's all over the place. And I, he's somebody I just can't get behind. Sorry, man. He's just a yeah. brother I can't follow. Yeah, I, I can't I, support. I went off screen to kind of find what, what was going on with the uh, Larry Hoover situation and can't see any positive things like his his camp getting any of that money. It's an interesting statement yeah. here. Top Boy said, like, you know, I saw the interview when he did. He said, he said, I'm glad I interviewed him when he was cool with me. On the flip side, if you continue to give him the platform, he is going to speak his mind and people will always question him. Stop giving him a platform. If you don't want to mm-hmm. deal with him, no need to speak his name or what he does. To an extent, I agree with you, but not everyone follows the news, entertainment news, electronics news, technology news, just all that stuff, right? As, as closely as we do. Right. They, they hear it second, third, fourth hand. So we, we got to at least speak about it. Uh, we won't dwell on it. But I think the biggest, the best thing that we're doing is, like you said, Montel, I'm not giving him my dollars. Right. I'm not contributing to his collection at Gap. I'm not buying his Yeezys. I'm not buying anything from from Adidas. I'm not buying his albums anymore. You know, th- that kind of thing. That's where you hit him. But spreading yeah. the information and spreading the news, it may be awkward at sometimes, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of times we, we may not really want to talk about this, but somebody's got to talk about it. We, we can yeah. shorten the segment, right? You know, only, only yeah. give him 10 <laughs> minutes instead of 15 minutes. But yeah. uh, you guys are gaslighting him by introducing what he was doing. Eh, maybe. Maybe. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if we're gaslighting him. I'm, yeah, just no, telling, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm speaking my disappointment in the brother, yeah. to be honest with you. I'm speaking my disappointment, and I'm speaking that he needs to get help. 
And if that's gaslighted them, then I, I'll be the first one to pour the match on the gasoline. I'll put the, <laughs> throw the match on the gasoline because yeah. he needs help, man. He needs help. And, and, and you know what? He's, it's disappointing because he's such a talent. He's so talented in the things that he does. And he was so prominent in our community when he first came out. Now, I don't know what I don't know who this this guy is. So I just, I, you know, his, his speech just does not rub me the right way and if people choose to follow him that's like people follow, follow trump that's their choice yeah. i got friends that are trump followers do your thing bro that just ain't me so um it's all good man i'm just yeah. I, I know me personally i'm not contributing anything to it that's i'm good. not i'm not buying to, 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 to the uh the, the yeezy madness or whatever <laughs> i love it and and I, and I love this little bit back and forth right here tony davis and and, and tall boy and uh, lisa maria you're right but again um I think we'd be remiss if we didn't at least approach the conversation to have the discussion. So we're not, we're not going to dwell on it, but again, I think, I, th I think there's, there's healing and there's benefit in even just talking about this to the extent that we are, because it allows folks to think instead of just hiding and being covert with their opinions and, and how they want to deal with it. it. There's, if we talked more <laughs> as a society, uh, if we communicated more, we'd, we'd be better off. So that's the reason for, for that. Uh, but we will move on now. We will no longer mm -hmm. talk about yay. I will not play my R. Kelly music. I would, man, I showed before he went crazy, boy, man. I, okay. I'm not going to get into it. Let's, let's move <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, but the Montel, we did it again, man. We, we, we got yeah. a gang of folks, man. We appreciate folks coming in and joining from all the platforms. Uh, Twitter is, is, is hot. Uh, YouTube is hot. Facebook is burning up too. So loving the fact that we got folks jumping in. I'm going to cut up a lot of these segments, man. But as always, go ahead and take us out, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, our saying, our saying from now on, from now on to the end of the year is please get comfortable having uncomfortable conversations. Mm. You know, please do. You know, because we're all going to have to have them. Um, I also want to uh, hopefully give a shout out and dedicate this show to a, a guest, a former guest for us, James Holland. He's going through some, some health issues. So I hope everybody sends a prayer out to him and his family. And then, uh, man, you know, count your blessings every day. We were talking about it before we got on. Everybody needs to take a, take a moment to count your blessings because, in all honesty, there's somebody out there that's doing worse than you. Wow. So please take the time to smell your roses. You know, count your blessings. And, man, let's, let's you know, tomorrow's another day. We'll get started. That's it, y'all. Y'all be good to yourself. We out. Team No Sleep.